You are now listening to Tempo Podcast. Tempo Podcast, exploring conversations relative to self-awareness and self-development for the sake of creating momentum in a person's life. Oh, if I do what you say, would you love me more? Would you love me less now? Uh, if I kneel down to pray, would you love me more? I don't know. Let me guess now. Uh, if I'm living my life, if I do it all. Today's Tempo EMP is fellowship. We live in a society now that we are living with strong impediments to our structure of family. We are living with strong impediments to the structure of friendships and most importantly, a false sense of our relationship with God. I'm not here today to condemn anyone, but I am here today to raise your awareness as it pertains to fellowship. Fellowship has a process to it. I know you never heard that before, but it actually does. The first step is accord. The second step is agreement. And the final step is communion. The question I pose to you today is found in Amos 3, 1 through 7. And it says this, says, how can two walk together unless they agree? Let's dig a little deeper into it. He says, out of the families on earth, verse 2, I picked you. Therefore, because of your special calling, I'm holding you responsible for all your wrongdoing. I'm holding you responsible for your sins. Verse three through seven says this. Do two people walk hand in hand if they aren't going to the same place? Does a lion roar in a forest if there is no carcass to devour? Does a young lion growl with pleasure if he hasn't caught his supper? Does a bird fall to the ground if it hasn't been hit with a stone? Does a trap spring shut if nothing trips it? When the alarm goes off in the city, aren't people alarmed? Now, let that marinate for a second. Do two people walk hand in hand if they aren't going to the same place? There is a process to fellowship, accord, agreement and communion. Point number one, accord. It means to be harmonious or consistent with. If you are an enemy, let's be enemies. As long as we are consistent with our relationship as enemies. Let me make this statement statement more clear for you. Before two nations go to war, the leaders will have meetings with one another. The political term for this is called summits. In these summits, a lot of blunt remarks are being passed around to all the leaders in the room. The environment of this room is pretty intense. However, the leaders present have made a commitment to be there. They made a commitment to break bread. They made a commitment to hear each other out. They even made a commitment to take pictures. And they developed some form of understanding to stay consistent with their relationship as enemies. Their signals never get crossed. Favors are not exchanged. Nothing is borrowed between the uh, leaders. The sentiment is considered to be reverence of each other's strengths but at the same time, knowing each other's weaknesses. This creates a mechanism of self-control. In other words, their fellowship with one another is a commitment to stay on one accord as enemies. However, accord only works, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It only works when there is an agreement. See, an agreement is the absence of incompatibility between one or more parties. It is based on the hard fact that 
we are all created unique. And in this uniqueness, we can agree to allow a person to act upon his or her strengths, weaknesses, or any way they see fit. Agreement is found all around us. 80% of agreements amount to nothing because the only constant we have in life is time. So agreements cannot be established until accord is met. But having accord and fundamentally creating an agreement will go a long way. Agreements are illustrated like this. Purpose, integrity, sacrifice, and preparation. Purpose to live in agreement should be our, our intention. It is the desire to seek a community of people with like minds and like hearts. Integrity is to exercise truth without boundaries. It is living with a strong conviction greater than favoritism. Sacrifice to hold someone other than myself in the highest respect. It's having someone or some people around you that you reverence in the highest form. And we know what preparation is. It is to always be ready to serve according to the accord of the fellowship. Paul said it best in 2 Corinthians verse 6, uh, 14, 14 through 18. Don't become partners with those who reject God. How can you make a partnership out of wrong and right? That's not partnership. That's a war. Is light best friends with dark? Does Christ go strolling with the devil? Do trust and mistrust hold hands? Who would think of setting up pagan idols in God's holy temple? But that is exactly what we are. Each of us, a temple in whom God lives. God himself put it this way. He says, I live in them. I'll move into them. I'll be their God and they'll be my people. So leave the corruption, leave the compromise. Leave it for good, says God. Don't link up with those who will pollute you. I want you all for myself. He says, I'll be a father to you. You'll be sons and daughters to me. For me, it takes me back to a time of 19, between 1999 and 2014, where I can be honest about this. I resided in a, 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 a 15 year war. This war for me was compromising and partnering with people, places and things that did not edify my pure self. But they edify the, their capacity to manipulate me into partnerships with them. They consumed all of my attention. They even rested their burdens upon me. They sought counsel from me. They exploited my gifts. They exploited my talents and even my skills. Then one day I realized this. All of these people I helped never gave me the same in return. I'm not sounding the alarm on my efforts, but I changed lives. I showed people there was another way. I gave opportunities. I even stood in a gap. I built the infrastructure for people to live out their passions. I fought for people who really wasn't worth fighting for. And it was all my fault. Because I was always in contention. A 15 year war because I was in wrong fellowship with people, places and things. They did not function in accord. They did not function in agreement with me. Try acknowledging that. 
family members, my fraternity brothers, my colleagues, my day ones, my church members. My accord was off. And there was no agreement with fellowship. So it takes me to my third point, communion. Communion is the sharing or the exchanging of intimate thoughts. Our feelings and also our actions. Here's the conflict in communion. We establish communion with others before we have built an accord or even an agreement. Before we build a state of being harmonious or consistent with, before we even find out that there's the absence, there's no absence of incompatibility, we open ourselves completely. Hot now, 24-7, Krispy Kreme donuts. So we should never become partners with those that reject God. Understand this, God is God. There is no one above him. God is also the standard. Your treatment from others should be according to the standard that God is. People, places, and things restrict our fellowship because we are chasing our affections by the liking, by the attachment, by what we show devotion to. In conclusion, I like what Paul says in 2 Corinthians. We are not restricted by our conditions with God. But we are restricted due to our devotion to what we deem important. Our devotion to what we deem important rewards us according to the agreement we commune through. I want to give you this illustration. It's found in Deuteronomy. I can't remember the actual chapter and verse, but it talks about uh, it says you shall not allow a ox and a donkey to tread together, to actually walk together. In that particular time, they took a wooden harness that yoked two animals together in order for them to pull their tools to either turn over soil or to uh, pull things. Now, you have to remember, an ox is used to pull something that is heavier than what a human can pull. Donkeys were always used to carry tools or to carry heavy objects across long distances. So now if you take an ox and a donkey and you yoke them together to get them to complete a task, one is going left and the other was going right. But if you put two ox harnessed together, that means that they are in accord. That means biologically and also uh, uh, logistically from the practice of what they do on a consistent basis, if you put two ox together, they can walk straight. But if you do not do that, we see the result. All of us have been in positions that we've been yoked up with ox or uh, at the time that we were a donkey or we have been with donkeys at the time that we are an ox. My, my, my intention today and my hope for you today is to really take an account of your fellowships, really take into an account your, your surroundings and really evaluate that. Evaluate the people that's around you. Evaluate the environments that you were going into. Evaluate all of these things and ask yourself one simple question. If God is the standard, where does this fellowship stand? Hope you enjoyed Tempo Podcast today. You can subscribe on all podcast platforms and on our website at www.paysetmovement.com. Thanks for listening. And until next week, remember, create momentum, then dictate tempo.